Talk of the Town is a public service program produced by Midwest Family Springfield, airing Sunday morning on 92.7 WMAY, 98.7 WNNS, 97.7 WQLZ, and 102.5 The Lake. The mission of the show is to provide you with new information on the great organizations and great people in the Springfield area who work hard to make things easier for others throughout our community and to make Springfield a better place to live. The intent of this program is to be timely, topical, to entertain, and to inform. Talk of the town, Trent Nelson. Welcome to another wonderful episode. We're so happy to have you back. As always, we have some wonderful guests on the program today. We have Denise Fisher and Molly Burns of Springfield's own Lincoln Library, and they've come to speak to us about all of the wonderful things that go on at the library and why the community should care so much and should come and take a part in them. And then we have another member of SILSA, an organization dedicated to observing and acknowledging customer service around Springfield, around the community. Julie Davis is going to be joining us to speak about the newest winners, to speak about their mission across the community, and how people can participate in recognizing others for being kind and thoughtful. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town, this is Trent Nelson, and we are joined today by two lovely friends of ours from the Lincoln Library of Springfield, public library, which everyone is welcome to come and read books and learn. And apparently, according to Denise Fisher and Molly Burns, there are many other things to do at the library other than that which I just noted. Such a pleasure to have both of you down. Denise Fisher, the the operations coordinator for the Lincoln Library, and Molly Burns, the youth services manager, here to speak to us not only about what we might expect from the library in there, which is a chat we'll get to sooner than you think, but what does the library do? Such a pleasure to have you on today. Thank you for having us. I'm so excited to be here. I know we both are. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Our pleasure. And we'll jump right into it because there are a lot of curious folks listening. What does a library, the library, the Lincoln Library, what does it do? What services does it provide to the community? You will hear sometimes people say, well, aren't libraries dying? And nothing can be further from the truth. We are evolving. So it's almost easier to answer what we don't do. We have... Well, of course we have the books, which is we are the keepers of information, which is a brilliant thing to do. But we also have a library of things where you can check out non-traditional items like power washers and giant yard Jenga. We have karaoke machines. We have tools if you have a one-time project through our library of things. We have the CoLab, which is a maker space where people can come down and 3D print and sew. We have different events going on that you don't even have to have a library card to be involved in those things. There are just so many things. You can trace your genealogy. You can come up with worlds of your own through our Amateur Writers Guild. So there's very few things we don't do at the library. We've got all kinds of outreach events. We are out in the community all the time 
multiple times a week with pop-up libraries, with card drives, trying to sign people up for library cards. Like we're, we are everywhere. <laughs> so the library, far from being just a place where we can find books, we can also find knowledge on how to do functional tasks. Absolutely, absolutely. We can help people do anything, whether it just be empowering people to apply for jobs in our computer lab, to books on how to do those things and sometimes the physical things that you need to complete that task. We are just a place of knowledge and enjoyment and adventure. So we are there from people from birth to death. Basically, <laughs> we have things for older community. We have things for young people. It's just an amazing thing. Getting those kids ready to read their thousand books before kindergarten, mm -hmm. you know, empowering somebody with their first library card. Sometimes that person is five years old and sometimes that person is 50 and has never had one. That's it's a gift. We're very lucky to do what we do. And that is absolutely brilliant. I suspect, however, that Along with the question of what does the library do, a reasonably common question might be, well, why is it important that libraries do all of these things, that they serve all these purposes, that they're there for the community, and that they provide all of these opportunities for learning and growth in various different areas? Why is that so important that we care about each other in such a deep and meaningful way? The library is the most level playing field you're going to find. It doesn't matter how much money you make, what your background is, your culture, your housing status, any of those things. It doesn't matter. You come in and you have the same access as anybody else. And that is a beautiful thing. It's the most level playing field. And everyone that enters, it gets treated with respect and kindness. If you do not live in an area where you can get a library card because you live in a different town, you can still come in and access everything. So it's a level playing field. And I think that there are so few places like that. Today, we hold that very, very close to our heart. We're very proud that we offer that. And it's very important that we have places like that in our society. It's a community space, for sure. Like it's a place where you can just be. You don't have to pay for a coffee to sit there and hang out. You can just you can just be there and read books and enjoy all of our resources and use the space. In truth, it is all of us that have provided this space for each other. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We have a program called The Stituation. And people come in on Tuesdays and they craft. They bring their own stuff and they sit and knit. But what they're really doing is picking up from one another different things. Well, I've tried this and I've tried that and there's support for one another. The library is a place where you not only learn from the librarians or the people that work there, you also learn from the other people that are there because very few people enter the library without wanting to learn something. And whether it be something fun or just learning from other people. And it's a great place of support and to find like-minded people. And believe me, whatever you like, you're gonna find someone else that likes that. <laughs> and that's the best thing. People find their tribes there, and mm -hmm. that's amazing. It's an amazing thing to witness, I think. The most organic level of education is that which we provide one another. 
Absolutely. Right, sitting Absolutely. next to one another. Oh, I learned this, or you learned that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it. Right. Those are how, as you noted, we build our communities. Absolutely. Um, why do you think there is this strange idea floating up? about that people don't enjoy learning i think that sometimes when people they go well i just check the internet and checking the internet is fine it absolutely is and i think that once we get out of school and once we people go oh well i won't need this anymore and people the people who think that way i think haven't been in a library in a long time because the amount of inspiration that comes when somebody walks in they go well I, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you had that, yeah. or I didn't know you could do this. I think that sometimes we turn off after a while because our heads get saturated when we get out of school, we get out of grad school, you know, those types of things. We go, okay, I'm done learning. And people don't realize you learn constantly, mm-hmm. and you don't realize. And going in to a library, you start absorbing again, and you realize you needed to feed that monster a little yeah. bit. You forget <laughs> until it starts happening and get one good inspiration and it's just life altering and it's really kind of a joy. I always say the people that work at the library who truly belong at a library, it's an honor because watching it spark for people no matter their age, it's a really lovely thing to see. And we're here with Denise Fisher, operations coordinator and Molly Burns, youth services manager for the Lincoln Library in Springfield. Such a pleasure to be hearing from them. We do have these very organized areas of life, right? We learn from X to Y age and then from Y to Z age. We learn and then from Z to A, we do something out and it just continues. And the education process is ongoing and it's beautiful. And, and I can hear the passion in your voices speaking about how lovely and brilliant it is. How can people contribute to this? Not only by coming in, but how can they financially or emotionally or intellectually support this this passion, this ambition that you both hold so dear along with your colleagues? I would say anybody can contribute, whether it be financially, emotionally, socially. We have um, something called the Lincoln Library Alliance, which is our volunteer group, and they need people just to come down and sort books for book sales. So we have that. We have something called the Lincoln Library Foundation, and they are, if someone you know is deceased or you would like to make contributions in someone's name, they're the keeper of that funding that helps us support the things that we have going on. But just even word of mouth, Mm -hmm. hearing this and go, you know what, what if I take my kids down to the library? Or what if I direct somebody else? Somebody says, I want to apply for jobs, but I don't have internet. You know where they have internet? The library. You know, you can do everything from just good feedback or word of mouth to financially offering things. We get people all the time that that say, I have these books, it's a whole James Patterson series, what do I do with it? You donate it to the Alliance and then they can use it for a book sale. We use donated books sometimes to fill holes in our collection if a book has gone out of print and we can't Mm -hmm. get it, but more often we offer it for a book sale and that book sale supports so many things that they do. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of ways to support us. Even coming down and being involved in our things, because once we get our numbers up, we can use that for grant funding down the road. There's just so many ways to support us. 
I think just the big thing is coming to the library. We've said this, you don't have to have a library card to come to the library, to come to library programs, all kinds of fun stuff happening all the time. And just coming in and supporting us with your presence is honestly enough too. Your presence is the present exactly. at the library. <laughs> and as you've heard Denise Fisher and Molly Burns say here first, they need you down there. They need you reading books. They need you participating. And they need you to feel as though this institution is your institution as much as their own. <laughs> Denise, Molly, thank you so much for coming down and speaking with us this morning. We appreciate you. Thank you so Thanks. much for having us. Yes, thank you. Pleasure's all ours. And this is Talk of the Town. Trent Nelson, thanks for listening. Talk of the Town, this is Trent Nelson. We have a guest on today from Silsa, but not one of the guests that we've had on from Silsa. Julie Davis is the principal of the Julie Davis team at the Real Estate Group. She holds a managing broker's license, and she is on the board of Silsa. Julie Davis, such a pleasure to have you on this morning. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Trent. I'm happy to be here. And as I just noted, we are super happy to have you. We have spoken to Michael Thomas and Stephen Peralta previously on this program concerning the origins of Silsa, what it wishes to do. And during those discussions, as well as those concerning past winners, your name came up only in the most glowing and positive of manners, but they credited a lot of the development of Silsa to you. Well, it has been a passion of mine, and maybe a brainstorm, but it takes an awful lot of people to run this program, and the whole board does get involved. And again, we have met three lovely members of Silsa, and we have some more winners of the prestigious Community WOW Award. And Julie Davis is here not only to wax poetically concerning Silsa, but to tell us a bit about those winners. Well, to date, we have had 15 winners. Of those 15 winners, it goes back to 2020. Very late in 2020, we started this award. At that time, we decided it was going to be a quarterly award, and, but several times we've had two winners in a quarter. This last time, I think we had like 15 submissions for the award, so it's very hard to make that decision. Uh, I see it as something that's growing and something that we may end up having to offer it more frequently than just four times a year. And what do you think that says about the ideal that bore this award, right? The recognition of the service of others toward the community. I believe that every day we run into people who lift our spirits, who make us a better person, because we recognize that we could do the same thing for other people that these people are doing for us. And I think the WOW Award is a way for people to give credit and recognition to someone who's done that for them. You know, there's a lot of unsung heroes, and they're not all CEOs of companies or someone who owns their own business. Sometimes it's the receptionist at the office or the waiter at, at the restaurant where you were served. And so we really need an opportunity 
to recognize those people, and this award does that. The clock tells the time, and yet without the gear in the back, nothing works on the front, right? It, Absolutely. It, it is all of us working towards a common goal or end. As you know, the mission of SILSA is to create an atmosphere where Springfield can be the happiest, friendliest city in all of Illinois. And that begins with every encounter that anyone has in our community, whether you live here or whether you're visiting. Everyone who has ever visited me here has been stunned at the kindness that they have felt, the tangible sort of concern. As you noted, it is something that is everywhere and that illustrates itself in customer service. I was showing houses one time to someone trying to consider moving or transferring here, and they had a seven-year-old child. So I have a seven-year-old in the back seat who was very quiet, and finally he said, excuse me, but you must be very famous. I said, what, what makes you think that? He said, everyone waves and says hello. <laughs> so I think that is Springfield. You know, it's an atmosphere where people feel comfortable saying that to someone that they don't even know. Children are brilliant. And sometimes their intellect just cuts through the fog. You know, I was, I was pleased that he recognized what a friendly place it is. You know? Of course, of course. Julie Davis here, board member of SILSA, talking on Talk of the Town with Trent Nelson. Always such a pleasure to have anyone from your group here, but we are quite enjoying our discussion this morning. How much more frequently could the WOW Awards potentially be given out? That's a really interesting question because it actually is a little more time-consuming than you would think. Um, we acknowledge the nominations. Once we actually do make the award, everyone who is nominated gets information back. Their employers are told they were nominated. The nominator, the person who submitted it, is acknowledged. And then, of course, the winner gets all of that plus we make a presentation of the war in person. So it's really a very time-consuming thing. And SILSA is a board of 100% volunteers. We have no staff, and so everybody works behind the scenes to pull that all together. And it probably takes at least four or five of our board members to do that. Then, of course, the actual winner is chosen by an advisory board that Steve Peralta heads up. So that's a whole other group that gets involved with determining who the winner is. So it's a lot of people and a lot of time. But I do believe that we could probably do it every other month. You know, try to come up with about six a year would be lovely. The WOW Award is growing, and nothing would please us more than to have to go through that many times in a year because there are so many people who deserve to be recognized. Makes sense. Julie, it is so incredible to hear about how this award affects not only the individuals that receive it, but of course their greater sort of immediate community, their work, their peers. How do you make a SILSA submission though? Julie? What if I know somebody that I need to submit for? 
anyone can make a submission, and that's a word we'd really like to spread. Go to our website, the Central Illinois Customer Service Association, or you can just put in SILSA, which is C-I-L-C-S-A. And right there on the front of our website is the form to nominate someone for the WOW Award. One of the things that's very important is that the form itself is really simple and really short, but we really do need your name and some contact information from you just so we know how to get back to you if we have questions. And then after putting in your name and the name of the person you want to nominate, you get to tell the story. And I encourage people to tell as much of the story as they want. The stories are heartwarming in themselves, but you would be surprised how simple some of these acts of kindness really are. And yet the impact that they have is substantial. I believe we've heard it all our lives in various contexts. It's the little things that matter most, no? It's not what you do, it's how you do it. So, Miss Julie Davis, we do not have a drum here, otherwise I would give you a drum roll. <laughs> Let us talk about our newest WOW Award winners, if we might. Well, actually, we do have two this quarter, and one I cannot tell you because we haven't actually given it to them. We like to give the awards in person at their place of employment because not only are we recognizing the business, uh, but we're, we like to do it in front of their peers. Uh, we think that that helps motivate everybody who works in a particular place to actually be inspired by their coworker. We also really appreciate the employers because the employer sets the culture or the climate where that person can achieve and can be the best that they can be. So the employers need to be applauded as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And we on Talk of the Town have had the pleasure of going to a number of these ceremonies and they are absolutely heartwarming, and you really do get to see the emotion of what it means to somebody to be recognized, and I think it makes us all perhaps consider that we could do that more often for each other. Yes, I think that's absolutely true. It makes me take a little bit more time to thank people throughout the day. Every day somebody says something or does something that just makes you feel a little better, but we don't stop and say thank you. We don't stop and say that meant a lot. And more importantly, we need to pass it on and think, wow, I can make somebody else feel that good too. I just have to acknowledge things. We all want to be thoughtful people, but thinking that you want to do that and being that and taking the time to be that are two different things. It takes no monetary effort to be kind. It just takes a bit of our own discipline. Uh, and as Aristotle said, excellence is a habit. Absolutely. And I think you have to take what goes on in your head and deliver it through your words. Because we think it, but we don't act on it. Got to act on it after we think it. We understand why we cannot hear one of the WOW Award winners, but might we hear of the other? 
Well, the other is a waitress at Papa Frank's. Her name is Jackie Weatherford, and Jackie was a wonderful winner. Desiree Logston actually nominated her, and she was nominated for the way she treats people as she serves them. She makes them always feel like that not only is she happy that they're there, but that the company, that the, that the restaurant is pleased that they've decided to be there. Well, I happened to have lunch at Papa Frank's about a week before this happened and had a chance to experience her uh, by myself. And I was amazed. Just her friendliness. She makes you feel very special without being intrusive. She knows you're there to meet with someone or have lunch with someone and have a discussion. So she's not intrusive, but her suggestions, her just the way she goes about it are, are just heartwarming. So when we gave her the award, one of the comments she made was she said, I've worked for them for many, many years, and I know it's a family-owned business, and I want to make sure that I'm part of the family and that I'm being true to how they want their customers to be served. So I thought that was really interesting. She was so amazed when we gave her the award. People came out from all over the restaurant and wanted to see it, wanted, wanted to see her certificate. She's just a charming, lovely lady. So, Congratulations to her. Oh, well-deserved. She was so well-deserved. The truth of the matter seems to me that she has been gifting the community for far longer and at a more sustained clip than one award could ever suggest or exactly. illustrate. But that's what made it even more heartwarming to recognize that, because I'm sure a lot of people have said thank you. I'm sure people sometimes even ask to be in her section, but to actually have a physical award that she can take home and put on the wall and she has a frameable certificate, and so does the company. It's really kind of fun. We have seen, I think, one of the most fun ones that we did is a gentleman who works at Culver's, Reggie. And if you go there, they actually have that displayed, and he takes great pride. He'll take you over there and show you, you know, the award. So many of the employers have been impressed. We're actually making decals for their door that says a WOW Award winner works here. Just so hopefully people will start saying, what is that? How can I nominate someone? WOW. <laughs> it's a growing program, and I'm really excited about that. Julie Davis, board member of SILSA, on the SILSA board, we appreciate you coming down so much and chatting with us this morning. It has been an absolute pleasure. And you have heard it here from Julie Davis, folks. Be kind to one another because it is life-changing and we can change lives each and every day. Absolutely. Julie Davis, thank you so much. You're very welcome. <laughs> and this is Talk of the Town. Trent Nelson, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Talk of the Town. We'll be back next Sunday morning. Talk of the Town is a public service of Midwest Family Springfield. If you have any questions about today's program or previous programs, contact the show at MidwestFamilySPI.com slash Talk of the Town or call Midwest Family Springfield at 217-629-7077.
now. We tend not to think about now. We dream about tomorrow, relive yesterday. But sometimes we don't see what's right in front of us. Victory over cancer is in front of us. Right now, cancer research is saving lives. Cancer research funded by the V Foundation is leading to new discoveries and new treatments and ultimately, one day, victory over cancer. Right now, one out of every two men and one out of every three women will get cancer in their lifetime. Now is your moment. You may save someone you love. The V Foundation has the skill, the speed, and the strength to achieve victory over cancer. Because today's cancer research is tomorrow's victory. Learn more at V.org. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Are you looking for more in this world? Are you ready for something bigger? Then we are looking for you. The big-hearted, the bold, the messy and the gutsy. The teachers, the growers, the builders. The skilled, the sharers, the change makers. We need you. We are the Peace Corps. In more than 60 countries, we go all in and all out. We are volunteers, partners, communities, working together, living together, bringing our experience, passion, and joy to building a better world together. From tackling climate change in Mexico to keeping kids healthy in Kenya, from sustainable farming in the Philippines to education in Kosovo, we learn more, give more, share freely, and serve boldly. Are you ready to tackle the tough stuff, to go the distance to make a difference? Then we have a place where you belong. Join us at PeaceCorps.gov.